You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Max A. Pooch's Awesome Animal Advocates on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Keith Sanderson, chronicler of animal advocates, writer, and human companion to Max A. Pooch, champion of animals and the environment. Max and I thank you for listening to us. We dedicate this episode as we dedicate every episode to those awesome animal advocates who work to save the lives and or improve conditions of companion, domestic, or wild animals and their environments. If you are involved in an animal advocacy organization or are contemplating launching one, you are in for a special treat today. Abby Volan of the Humane Society of the United States with us to talk about a new service her organization has launched named Rescue Central. Rescue Central is a unique concept and the HSUS believes that it will provide many exciting benefits to those organizations that use it. But first, our advertisers want to share these important messages and we'll be back right after this break. We'll be right back right after these messages. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Tim Link, animal communicator and pet expert and host of Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Have you ever wanted to know what your pet is really thinking? Do you want to find out if they truly understand what you're trying to tell them? Ever wish you could build a better understanding and closer relationship with your pet? Well, now you can. Learning to communicate with animals is a four-part on-demand workshop. In the workshop, you'll learn the essential techniques that are necessary to communicate with animals, including what is animal communication, breathing correctly to achieve the perfect state to communicate with your animals at a deeper level, using guided meditation exercises and method to communicate with animals, and how to send and receive information from your animals. So if you're wanting to learn how to communicate and connect with your animals at a deeper level, visit PetLifeRadio.com forward slash workshop and purchase and download Learning to Communicate with Animals. You'll be glad you did. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Max A. Pooch's Awesome Animal Advocates. I'm Keith Sanderson, your host, and Max and I thank Abby Volan, coordinator of Rescue Central for the Humane Society of the United States, for joining us today. Hi, Abby. Hi, Keith. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's great. It's great to have you. I've read all about what you're doing. And uh, to bring our audience up to date, earlier this year, the Humane Society announced a launch of Rescue Central, claiming it's the first of its kind at the national level. Can you tell us the purpose of Rescue Central? Absolutely. So many rescuers have a very similar story in how they get their start. They find a couple stray animals or they pull a few animals from the shelter and they fix them up and adopt them out. And they get more and more volume um, and realize that they can start their own rescue group. Except the thing is that no one tells these people how to do it, how to start a rescue group, how to build a strong foundation so that you have your business in place. What are some aspects you need to think about? How do you build your board? How do you build your team? How do you adopt out animals? What are some good screening processes? 
So we're here to bring it all together. We want to build a community for rescue groups. We want to prevent people from reinventing the wheel. We want to have all our resources in one place. So it's really easy for rescue groups to figure out how to start an organization and how to build their organization and achieve their highest potential so that they can rescue more animals, adopt more out, and save more lives. That really sounds like a good thing. I know anybody starting a new operation from the ground up could use that kind of help. Is Rescue Central more than a website? Absolutely. I like to think of it as a community. We have our website, which has the latest resources, articles, webinars that are going to help rescue groups with their operations. Um, We also have a Rescue Central Forum, and this is a place where leaders from rescue groups from all over the country and actually people from all over the world can come and share ideas and and ask questions and get information. And then we have our Animal Care Expo. We have a Rescue Central track this year, and it's devoted exclusively to topics that pertain to rescue groups. And then we have in our Animal Sheltering Magazine, we have a column in every other issue that also discusses topics that pertain to rescue groups. Wow, that sounds like a truly a community effort in the sense of the word that it's meant to be when we start using modern technology is being able to reach a lot of people with a lot of information, but being able to be personal and focused so people can find the right information that helps them. Before we started this program, I found that there were a lot of resources out there, but the more I dug into them, I found that they really weren't helpful in my rescue efforts. So we really wanted to build resources that focus very, very specifically on issues that rescue groups care about. How long did you do research before this project was started? I did research for a couple months in building the resources, and I know before they brought me on, Keep Humane Society were doing research on this for, for quite a while before we were able to actually launch this program. So it's been a while in the making. It sounds it, and I guess the value is to those who are going to use it. Is that what you would say differentiates you from uh, other programs that might be around or may be local? I think what differentiates us is, one, our our really solid focus on rescue groups. We're dealing with issues really just for rescue groups and all different types of rescue groups, not just your traditional foster-based rescue groups, but sanctuaries, TNR groups, spay-neuter groups, you know, because it really takes a whole community to help solve this animal overpopulation, this companion animal overpopulation problem. So, you know, we really do focus on rescue group issues. But then we're also trying to create a community. There's a lot of contention in the animal welfare world, and we're trying to create a space where to allow people to work together instead of fighting each other. So to me, those are the main ways that Rescue Central is different from other programs. Well, that's very interesting because I've found that there are different theories and on how to do things among uh, animal advocates and they're passionate people and because of their passion, sometimes they get very, very vocal about their feelings on how things are done. And so by bringing a a community together and a consensus, it sounds like uh, you've found a way to to help get around the business aspects and help uh, with ideas for fundraising and things like that. We're certainly trying. And, you know, as long as the animals are are being cared for properly, you know, if there are 10,000 rescue groups out there, there are probably going to be 10,000 different ways of operating the rescue group. And each one can be perfectly valid. So it's not saying that you are wrong or this one's right, but it's saying how can we work better, smarter, more efficiently, and save more lives. 
Yeah, well, that's the key, isn't it? How you can save more lives. And do you have some other suggestions on how Rescue Central can help save more animal lives? Absolutely. The forum has been really interesting because people from all over who have been engaged with it, they're sharing their programs. You know, one person, she's brought a vaccination clinic to the community. She started one in her church and she has the plans on how to do it. And if you want to learn how to do it, you know, she's putting the documents in the forum and you can learn how to bring that to your community. Someone else, she started um, a humane education app. And you can bring that to your community, too. Just by going to the resources, it's certainly a place to start. But I think by engaging yourself in the community and asking questions and bringing to the table what you have is really going to be the best way to help. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's amazing how people think of things. In a few weeks, we're going to have a young lady who started an organization to build awareness about uh, heartworm medicine. And um, it all started because a dog they rescued had heartworm. Mm -hmm. And uh, her program could maybe bring some ideas to other people if she knows about uh, Rescue Central. Absolutely. And I think that's a real key because a lot of people I talk to uh, who have rescue organizations, I really believe some of them, if they could share in the forum, their ideas are scalable and could uh, make a big difference across the country. Exactly. It's about sharing what we have, um, not reinventing the wheel, and using each other as resources. Instead of seeing other organizations as, you know, they may be taking away adopters or fosters or funding, if we're all in this together, that's really the best way that we're going to help solve this problem. So by getting rescue groups to work together and then get them to operate at a higher level, I think is really what's going to make a huge difference. I think you're absolutely right because uh, there's a synergy when we work together and uh, its sum is uh, much greater than our independent parts. Absolutely. And uh, we want to talk some more, but we need to take a break right now. And when we return, I want to ask Abby who can use the services of Rescue Central. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Go to PetcoDeals.com and get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off hundreds of items at Petco. PetcoDeals.com. But, but that's not all. Are you talking to me? Pet Life Radio listeners, try Audible.com now and get your first 30 days of Audible Listener Gold Membership plan free. And get a free audiobook. Choose from over 100,000 titles. To get this great deal, go to AudibleDeals.com. That's AudibleDeals.com. The new Dyson Animal Backs are powerful bagless upright vacuums for homes with pets. Air muscle and radio root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. Go to DysonDeals.com. DysonDeals.com. To order your Dyson Animal Back today. Go to PetSmartDeal.com and save up to 30% on awesome gifts for the pets and pet people in your life. Toys, collars, leashes, PetSmart gift cards, treats, and more. Go to PetSmartDeal.com today. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. 
Hi, everybody. I'm Megan Blake here with my sidekick, Super Smiley. The giant mutt and spokes dog for throwaways. You're listening to Pet Life Radio, and I'd like to tell you about our brand new show, A Super Smiley Adventure. Our show explores adventures with animals. They can be traveling, out in the world trips, or inner journeys where our animals lead us to inspiration and self-discovery, or just plain fun adventures. Join us here on Pet Life Radio on a super smiley adventure. Good boy. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Max A. Pooch's Awesome Animal Advocates. I'm Keith Sanderson, your host, and with me is Abby Volan of the Humane Society of the United States, who is a Rescue Central Coordinator. Just before we left on break, I was going to ask Abby, who at shelters and other organizations can use Rescue Central. Abby, is it just meant for directors, or can everyone from directors down to volunteers at an organization find value at Rescue Central? It's really for anyone looking to improve their organization's operations. It's more for rescue group staff, um, and the forum is that we've left exclusively to people in leadership positions, but you never know what ideas your volunteers are going to come up with. Um, We have articles on, you know, how to take better pictures of the animals in your care, as well as writing better descriptions of them. Well, a volunteer can read those articles and say, hey, I can do that and step up to the plate. Or a volunteer can read about the articles on how to write grants and say, oh, you know what, that's something I can do too. So it's for anyone looking to improve their organization's operations. Well, that's interesting because at a large organization, maybe there is someone on staff who writes requests for grants. But then again, maybe a smaller organization, it's a volunteer who finds a a niche that uh, they can do well and help their organization. Absolutely. And most rescue groups are on a smaller scale and are all volunteer. So, you know, any help that they can get from the community is always welcome. For people who are volunteers and not on a rescue group staff, I would advise them to approach the director of the organization with their idea and and ask them about it. Certainly, if someone says, here's more work for you to do, that organization might be a little more resistant. But if someone says, here's an idea and here's how I'm going to do it for you, well, then, you know, the organization can say, go ahead and run with it. All right. You had mentioned before uh, other groups that are related to rescue, such as transport groups, breed rescue, spay neuter. It's meant for them also. What about groups like people who advocate against puppy mills or related groups such as that? Will they find value? Rescue Central isn't necessarily for those types of groups. We actually have a puppy mill campaign here at uh, the Humane Society of the United States. So I would probably refer them to those resources. But if they wanted to do an event with a rescue group that highlights puppy mills, then absolutely, that could be a great intersection between those two projects. And that's another example of the kind of community you build beyond just uh, the one sub-community for the greater good is you bring the two groups together. Absolutely. That is, again, I think, a value that sometimes we miss when we see the competition or the perceived competition between a couple groups. What kind of response have you had to this new program, Abby? We've had some very positive feedback. Um, The forum has been very active 
with people asking all sorts of questions from how to get donations of food to programs they're running to people tinkering with their adoption application, all sorts of different topics. And that's been really fun to watch it grow. And the response so far, people have found the resources very helpful. I, I really think they appreciate finding such a wealth of information in one location. People have said to me that it saved them hours upon hours of research. And then for the Rescue Central track at Expo, this is actually our first year. So we're really excited. We're really excited about this new endeavor. And um, I can report to you in a month and, and how the Rescue Central track goes. But I know it's going to go really well. Yeah, we'll look forward to that. Make sure you get back to us and uh, we can mention it and I can also write something about it. Does it cost anything to use Rescue Central? Nope. Rescue Central is 100% free. It's just the majority of the resources, you're going to find them on the web, either through the forum or through the Rescue Central website. Animal Expo does cost money to attend, but that's our big animal care expo that HSUS holds every year. And this year it's in Nashville for May 8th through 11th. Where is it going to be held? It's in Nashville, Tennessee. In Nashville, Tennessee. And who attends that? Everyone animal welfare advocates from across the spectrum, from animal control officers to shelters, to educators, to rescue groups. It is a huge conference that we hold every year. And we are just so excited to have a track this year that's devoted for issues pertaining to rescue groups. Well, we'll have to check back and see how that went for you. But besides that, one thing we want to make sure is that you have an opportunity to tell everyone where they can get more information about Rescue Central. Absolutely. You can start at our website, which is animalsheltering.org slash Rescue Central. And you can email me at Rescue Central, and that's one word, at humanesociety.org. And if you poke around there, you'll find a wealth of resources, and um, I can point you in any information that you're looking for. That's great. Hey, I want to ask you, so do you have any anecdotes or, uh, you can share with us about some of the users of Rescue Central? We have a whole variety of users right now. They really span across the country. Do you have, have anyone from Chicago area? We you do. Found Chicago. They've been an active participant since the start. So we've been, we've been really excited to have them with us. And we've had rescue groups at all different phases, rescue groups that are just starting out and rescue groups that have been established for the past 15, 20 years. So it's, it's really a lot of different views and information that are coming together. Yeah, I can really imagine, not only for the established group, but maybe someone who thinks, gee, I'd like to start a rescue organization and is a bit intimidated by, what do I do? How do I get a nonprofit status? And all those kind of business things that maybe the advocates isn't really their bag. Yeah, that's been a, a really helpful resource for people who are just starting out. But even for the more established rescue groups, we want to impart to them that it's okay to rethink their policies and the way they run things. We just want to put out all these different perspectives out there and then let people choose so that they can figure out what's going to be the best for them. I think that's very important because what may be useful for a group in a very densely populated urban area, someone else who's located, say, in a rural area, they may have different challenges and need to find different solutions. Right. And you can certainly tailor a lot of the programs and suggestions. You can absolutely tailor them to fit your needs. So it's just about trying to listen to other people and see what they have to offer and then figure out how it can work for you. 
Well, you know, the Rescue Central, I'm going to keep up with what you are doing because I think this is really a great program. And I hope our listeners, uh, they share with their um, colleagues and other people who are animal advocates about this program so they can learn about it and uh, use your resources. Do you have anything planned to add in the future, or are you just going to add things as you as you get suggestions, or what are you going to be doing? We're always looking for ways to expand our resources and look for new ways to share information, exploring ways to serve the rescue community as a whole. And this is a new program. We're still building, and we're still learning from the others as well. So if people have suggestions on resources they'd like to see, I'd love to hear from them. You know, I, I don't know whether this would be useful or not, but I came across an animal advocate who is is doing a program, and I thought it was it really leveraged her resources. I'd like to share it with you because I thought it was really remarkable. She and her volunteers gather about a truckload of uh, food, dog and cat food, each month, and that in itself. You know, there's other groups out doing that. But what I found very interesting about her is that instead of distributing this food, she uses human social organizations like the Salvation Army or Meals on Wheels who have already identified people who might have a need for food for their pets because they don't have the income. And I thought, wow, that certainly is a scalable idea. That's fantastic and absolutely something we advocate when people are looking for organizations to work with. It's, you can also look for organizations that have already identified people in need because when there are people in need, they're going to be pets in need. So I think that's a fantastic program that she has. I really did. And it's that kind of thinking that really adds value because there's always new ideas. Things are changing. Uh, challenges change and solutions change. Absolutely. And now there's a place we can go to uh, find answers. Absolutely. We're almost out of time, but I want to ask you one last question. And it's a question I ask all my guests. Some critics of animal advocates may ask that with all the human misery there is in the world, how can you justify spending time, money, and resources on animals? Keith, that's a great question, and it's something I've thought a lot about. In Judaism, we have this concept called tikkun olam, and it's really an obligation that we have to help heal and repair the world. This is my part. I feel very strongly passionate about animal welfare issues. I love working with animals, and this is how I can best heal and repair the world. If everyone just chose that one thing that they were really passionate about, and even if they can only devote a little bit of time to it, um, if everyone just chose that one thing, just think of how much we could accomplish. But my one thing is helping animals. That's a great answer, Abby. It really is. And uh, I think that's one of the things that I like so much about doing this program is talking to people like you who have such great answers and ideas and actually putting uh, effort in and rather than just complaining about the situation. And I must say the time goes fast when you're talking to somebody like Abby from the Humane Society of the United States. And Max A. Pooch and I thank you, Abby, for being with us today and our audience for spending their valuable time with us. And Max gives four big tail wagging wolves to our sponsors and Mark Winter, executive producer and co-founder of Pet Life Radio for making this episode of Max A. Pooch's Awesome Animal Advocates possible. Please tell your friends about Max A. Pooch's Awesome Animal Advocates. And this is your host, Keith Sanderson, saying so long until we meet again. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand. 
only on PetLifeRadio.com.